when you try me with a mediocre question, that's the result you're going to get. <laughs> uh, starting left fielder. Uh, Ichiro. No! God, please, no! No! There is some potential there. If he would just, I don't know, use his brain. Um, <laughs> because, especially, I mean, come on, man. Jerry Depoto's the GM. Who the hell knows? Looking out my window and this FedEx driver just hit a tree. You are no gentleman. And neither are you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soto Mojo Podcast. This is Colby Patnode. And I am joined, as always, by Ty Gonzalez. Ty, how are you feeling today? Uh, feeling pretty good. You know, the the uh, uh, you know for for people listening have probably already seen the the Frank Clark trade, and uh, man, that's uh, that's quite something, right? It uh, it certainly is. It's um, anytime a major sports figure gets traded uh, from your city, that's going to dominate the conversation. Um, but you know, there's some pretty good baseball being played right now by the other team in town, the Seattle Mariners. Who? who uh, yeah. <laughs> your, I'm sorry, your first place Seattle Mariners through 25 games by a game and a half. Um, yeah, they're playing some pretty good baseball. They're coming off a nice series win in Anaheim. Uh, we talked about how hard it is to sweep, um, how hard it is to sweep a four-game series, especially on the road. And the Mariners came pretty close. They took three out of four. So Ty, uh, what were your feelings watching this series, and uh, what uh, what what can you take away from it? Um, team Fun is back. Uh, they they established that pretty quickly. I think it was the the first game which uh, Mitch Haniger let uh, let it off with a home run, right? That was game one, or was that game uh, two? Game, I I don't know. Game two, yeah. I think, is against. No, it was against Cahill. That was game three, actually. Oh, that was K- oh, okay. Well, there was there was one. Of, it was one of the games. Uh, the, the the you know where they scored like ten runs, and then they blew the lead. And I I thought like we were a little uh, little early on the uh, the Sunday magic in Anaheim. Oh, we almost <laughs> saw that too. Yeah, we almost saw that, and it almost worked out for the uh, for yeah. the Mariners this time. That was that was uh, that was pretty interesting. But yeah, um, you know they, you saw that they uh, they're fun again. Thank God, after those six depressing games in Seattle, um, <laughs> you know, like I haven't been one to really get too caught up with how uh, they're doing in the standings this year, um, you know, which is great and that's fun. They're the, you know, in first place and all that. But, yeah, you know, I just I wanted to see some fun baseball and they did not give me any of that on the homestand. Uh, so uh, it was good to see them score runs, hit dingers and, uh, you know pitch okay um for the most part uh you know obviously mike leak got got banged around a little bit and you know sharn armstrong and ruben alanis on on sunday and um the bullpen after uh after felix left and felix you know looking back on his start he was okay he he, he wasn't really um as great as as some may you know want you to think uh that's kind of been the the case for both of his Dave starts Sims. Yeah, that's been that's been kind of the case for both of the uh, Angel starts. Is that you know you'll see like oh Felix was great, he really wasn't. Eh, uh, he looked like he looked like a number four, number five starter against a bad team. To be yeah. honest, yeah, and and hey, that's fine uh, for for you know what you have in him uh, right now uh, because 
you know, he's he's probably not going anywhere, at least for a little bit. And, um, you know, you kind of just have to deal with it and hope that he gives you quality innings. And, you know, he 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 did what he was supposed to or what you would expect of him. And uh, unfortunately, you know, the bullpen uh, blew it and, um, you know, uh, he ended up with a no decision. But you got the win anyway. So what does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. I saw a lot of that. Oh, look at that. The Mariners blow another lead for Felix and cost him a win. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Did they pitcher, did they lose? No? Oh, pitcher, okay. who cares? Pitcher wins are so stupid in that game. It tells you exactly why. Because Anthony Swarzak got the win after giving up the lead. I mean, it just... Yeah. It's insane. We saw... You know, it. the win is so, like, devalued in pitching stats that I don't think anybody really takes it that seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. Yet on the broadcast, we hear it all the time. Oh, Marco's got five, four wins or whatever. Yusei Kikuchi got his first career win. Isn't that awesome? No, maybe for him. I couldn't care less. I couldn't. Yeah. They won the game. That's all I care about. The team won. I don't care which pitcher gets the win. And yeah. if you're still placing stock in wins, then I, I don't know how to tell you this. It's 2019. I don't know. Broaden your horizons a little bit. Yeah. Um, there's but, this thing called. Uh, there's this. If you like wins so much, look at a uh, look at war. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Felix Hernandez is actually, I believe, the fourth highest uh, has the fourth highest war on the team. So there you go. Um, Jeez, really? It, it, what? It, it hasn't been pretty, man. Uh, Fip loves him, um, which I. I don't know exactly how Fippy's formulated, but I don't love Felix. He's looked pretty mediocre in all of his starts. I think the start against Houston was his best one. Um, and even that, that was, what, six innings, three runs, just kind of, I mean. I mean, it's a it's a really good start for, for a number for Felix. Yeah, like for, uh, you probably couldn't have asked him to do more than what he right. gave you in the Houston series. Right, and if Felix is going to consistently give you six innings, three runs allowed, he's going to give you a chance to win games um, with, with the Mariners' offense. Um, and at this stage of his career, that's about all you can ask for. Um, so it's not a rip Felix thing. It's more of a rip people who seem to think Felix was spectacular when he gave up four runs against a bad Angels lineup. Um, and it's not like he was, oh, you know, here's a little lucky hit there, here's a lucky hit there. They wore him down. They did no, it was it was pretty standard four runs. Um, so, but it is what right. it is. Um, I did I did want to talk a little bit about uh, Yusei Kikuchi um, because I found his start to be really interesting. Um, the final it's stat kind, line. It's kind of like that? the it was kind of like the opposite of his other starts. Right. Yeah, he was really good at the beginning, and then he kind of faded. Um, where in his other starts, it's been the other way around. Um, but yeah, like I said, the final stat line's not good. Four runs earned in five innings. Um, threw a lot of pitches, gave up a lot of hits. Um, didn't have a ton of strikeouts. Uh, but the reason I want to talk about it is, is that his stuff uh, was actually really good. Um, mm-hmm. The fastball was 92. We saw 96 a few times. Um, yep. We see him being able to bust right-handers in with that pitch. Uh, and the curveball was sharp. It had a lot of bite. Um, and 
based on what I saw, those two pitches, they looked really good. Unfortunately, you know, you can't get through the lineup three times with two pitches. You know what I yeah. mean? We didn't see the changeup. We didn't see the slider. Um, so I think that had a lot more to do with it than, you know, the narrative that, oh, well, he's tired. He's ready for his one inning start. I, I didn't see tired when he was out there. I saw a guy who had two good pitches, but nothing else. And so the Angels would just sit and wait for the pitch that they were looking for and hit it, you know. So what did you think right. of Kikuchi? Yeah, I, you know, I, I, uh, the stuff is, was um, better than it has been uh, for most of the season. Uh, you saw the Angels, they were able to to work uh, quite a lot of the bats um, and get his pitch count pretty high early on. Um, I just, I don't think that I saw him really too comfortable um i you know he got off to a better start which is what i was asking for in our in our last podcast but uh, i think the angels um working those at bats and also like you said you know only having those two pitches really uh he just never uh, appeared super comfortable on the mound um which was kind of uh a trend for, for a lot of Mariners pitchers uh, in Anaheim just really just didn't look comfortable. Look uh, like if you look at like Anthony Swarzak and his two appearances, just, you know, guys like that were really, um, there was just something off. Uh, but going back to Kikuchi, yeah, stuff, stuff was better. Um, I'm interested to see, uh, if the next start is the uh, is the one inning start, it looks like that's that's what it's going to be. Um, but still, there uh, you know just has been the you know the case for his for his previous what five starts before this one. Um, he uh, he's shown glimpses of you know some nice things. Whether he's had like the curveball working in one in one start or he's you know, really hung in there after, you know, a poor first couple innings, et cetera. He's just so he's showing you bits and glimpses of things that he can do uh, and hasn't really put together a, a full, complete start yet. Um, so that's kind of what I'm hoping for once he gets off of this this one inning uh, start. So his next full start, I'm, I'm I really would like to see him um, have more of a complete um approach and uh yeah but uh you know going back to to just to start that night you know i'm still impressed by him even even if even with the the stat line being what it was i i think there are a lot of things that that you have to like that you're seeing from kikuchi again this this year is not about um his stats it's not about what his FIP is. It's not about how many strikeouts he's going to get. It's really just about how he's going to adjust to life in the MLB. You know, the ball is, uh, you know, uh, it's different. Uh, he's got to get used to that. He's still getting used to it. It's, um, there's a lot of, you know, he's had, you know, all these uh, emotional uh, things happen in his life, you know, with pitching his first game in Japan with Ichiro, and then his dad passed away, and all this stuff going on. Uh, there's been a lot of change in his life, and just a lot of things going on in his life in general. And I think you've seen him handle it really well. And um, and again, you know, he's showing you bits and 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 pieces here and there in each of his starts. And I would like a more concise start from him at some point. 
but right now there is still a lot that you have to really like. Right. He he will have one or two starts this year where he has the fastball command. He's throwing the curveball like he has. And then also he happens to have his changeup or his slider that day. And he's going to make a lot of hitters look really bad. Um, but like you said, we haven't seen him put it all together in one start. We've seen, you know, a start where his fastball was 89, 90, and that concerned some people. And then the next, you know, the next start out, he went 96 and you're like, okay, well there's, there's that mid nineties that we talked about. Um, we've seen, you know, the curveball look kind of flat and he's really relying on the slider. Um, and then the next start he go out and the curveball is sharp. Um, but the slider, he doesn't have good command of. Uh, so like you said, we're still kind of waiting for him to put it all together in one start, but we've certainly seen all the elements of his, of his arsenal, um, in bits and pieces throughout all of his other starts. So it'll click, uh, one day, um, and hopefully it's soon, but yeah, for the most part, I think you have to be, uh, relatively happy with what you've gotten from Kikuchi. He's given you a chance to win every game that he's pitched, um, and like you said, this, this, this stuff is there. You can see it. It's just a matter of putting it all together. Um, and really, it's. I think it's going to come down to that changeup. Um, I believe it was Ryan Divish who had a story about uh, Kikuchi really struggling to trust his changeup against the right-handed hitters. Um, apparently, he had a long conversation with uh, Indians pitcher uh, Trevor Bauer about that, and they kind of talked through it. So that's something to watch going forward. Uh, the changeup, Kikuchi's going to need the changeup because while his stuff is good, it's not elite. Um, so he's going to need more than two pitches to survive a couple times through the lineup. But overall, I would I, I would agree. I think it's you know it's just you've seen all the pieces, you've seen them at different times. Now it's just time to put it all together. Um, and he, you know, it, like I said, it may be in the next start um, after the after his one inning uh, his one inning rest day. So we'll see how all that works out. Yeah, I think you know it's it's come to the point now where we've seen uh, multiple starts from him where he's shown good things and he's shown some bad stuff, and uh, I think a more concise outing um, feels inevitable at this point, um, relatively quickly. Like, you know, I'm not, and I'm not saying he's going to go out there and throw a complete game, <laughs> but I think you know. If you can see him go six, seven innings, you know, giving up a couple runs here and there, but really, you know, showing a, a and, you know, and, and again, trusting that changeup. I think once that changeup comes into play more for him, and if he can get that to work for him, then you're going to see him put together those those you know quality starts. Right, you'll see a lot more six innings, eight strikeouts, as opposed to the six innings, four strikeouts, and. Yeah, all of those type of things. So we'll continue to watch you say Kikuchi. Um, like you said, I, we're going to talk about what appears to be the plan on tomorrow's, uh, you know, main podcast. Uh, so we'll talk more about that uh, in general. But it does appear that next his next start against the Rangers is going to be his one start or his uh, one inning start. Um, service said it was either going to be that start or the one after it. Um, so we'll, we'll see that soon. Um, but, uh, it's, it's coming. And then after that, we should have it about, about another four or five start stretch where he'll be back on his normal, uh, rotation or his normal, uh, schedule and whatnot. So we'll see how that works out. Um, before we wrap up the, uh, the angel series, um, did want to give some props to, uh, well, Daniel Vogelback who continues to just mash, um, 
he had I think he got on base multiple times in every game in this series. Um, in fact, there was a I think in the first three games he walked twice, two times or more in every game. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just dropping dingers, taking his walks. Um, so I mean, Vogelback again. Continue as we continue to track him, he continues to look incredible. So I have a um, hot take. I have oh, a hot no. take. If Encarnacion gets on base in that ninth inning on Sunday, don't pinch Vogelback. No, 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 no. No, wasn't Vogelback on deck? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vogelback's hitting a three-run dinger to win that game. I totally believe it. Um, He's just—he's kind of the guy you want up right now, isn't he? Like, who who would you rather have at the plate right now than Daniel Vogelback? Uh, Day Holy. Day Holy wishes he was Daniel Vogelback. So, you I mean, shut your mouth. you shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm 100% accurate. If, De- if uh, Vogelback went and played in Dejo's league, he would have 60, 70 home runs easy. So, so I am I am the Colton Swanson for uh, Dejo Lee. Okay. I will I will die on my hill <laughs> for Dejo well, Probably because he sat on you. So, let's. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it, like I said, the offense was really good. And one other takeaway I have is that uh, the Mariners own Cody Allen. Um, that dude's not good anymore. I mean, my yeah, God. Ooh, boy. Yeah. He, he was pretty bad last year. And, like, oh, you know, the Mariners should sign him. The Mariners should sign him. Well, he looks like trash. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so. yeah. He, uh, <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's probably not going to be in Anaheim for too long. I don't think. Man, that bull, that bullpen that bullpen in general is pretty atrocious. I thought it was going to be decent. You know, they have some guys the in there. Said like, that it was. Yeah, like Robles and and Bedrosian and and uh, you know obviously Cody Allen. You look at those three guys in that bullpen. Yeah. You would think that that would be an okay uh, an okay pen, not great, but. You know, a top 15 kind of bullpen, they look yeah. bad. Trey Butchery or whatever his name is, he looked pretty good. But other than that, it was, I mean, oh boy. And what's sad is that the Angels think they're going to compete this year, and the Mariners were like, no, we're not. And the Mariners might have a better bullpen. Like, I, I don't yeah. know if it's debatable. Because um, yeah. <laughs> the Mariners at least have two or three guys they could throw out there and you feel good about. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it was not a good week for the Angels pitching staff. Um, I I can't remember the exact number of home runs the Mariners hit this weekend, but I think it was double digits pretty easily. They had yeah. four back-to-back games, and then they had three on Sunday in the ninth inning alone. I mean, so, yeah, we're talking 12 to 15 home runs again. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they scored they scored ten runs in the first game and eleven or or eleven runs in the first game. And Jay Bruce had a, or a, no, he pinch hit. Uh, who had the home runs in the first game? Wow, I really do not remember that first game, <laughs> which is crazy because it might have been like the most entertaining. Uh, yeah, I know Narvaez had. Oh yeah, Narvaez had the one. Yeah, Narva- Narvaez had a really good series. Yeah, he did. I think his average is back over 300. Um, also, uh, I believe it was the game on Saturday, uh, uh-huh. the one that Marco pitched. Narvaez and or Beckham and Narvaez went back to back to give the Mariners a five yep. to three lead off of Cody Allen. Um, yep. 
And then Anthony Swarzak had the the best pitcher reaction when he gave up the that solo <laughs> shot to Pujols. That was yeah. the best. Honestly, I was fine with that. I didn't care. I just laughed because his reaction to it was so funny. You it's thought so that that guy lost the World Series. <laughs> Swarzak definitely shows his emotion on the mound. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> we've seen him get pumped up when he strike guys out when he gives up the home run. Uh, real quick, after he gave up that home run to Pujols, did you have any fear that he wasn't going to be able to close out that game? Not really. Yeah, none. I had none. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, well. with that, with that, with that. Yeah, that was another reason why I was just like laughing. I, w- I wasn't like, oh, oh, here we go. I was just, it was just funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like the Angels lineup after after Andrew uh, Andrelton Simmons and and that guy named Trout, uh, yeah. they're they're pretty bad. So All right. And by the way, thank you so much to Angelton Simmons for trying to slide into first base. Uh, because oh, yeah. if he if he just runs through, then Pujols probably ties the game with that home run. Um, instead, he dives at first, risks injuries, is out as a result, and the solo home run does nothing. And I get to tweet "suck it" three times in a weekend in one weekend. That's pretty damn good. So yeah. I will take that. By the way, real fast, you said Narvaez had a really good series. Um, yeah. His stat line as of right now. Uh, for the entire season, 304, 377, 536, five dingers. He had nine all of last year. Yep. Yeah, he leads uh, all uh, American League catchers in hitting right now, I believe. Probably all catchers. <laughs> I mean, by the way, yeah. Yeah, remember we talked about uh, we, on the Jason Churchill podcast, we talked about potential Mariners, and we all kind of came to the realization that, oh, our. Omar Narvaez is probably going to be an all-star this year. Um, just that's, based on that's the, looking like the case right now. Yeah. Based on the total lack of quality catching in the, in the American league, um, at least offensively. So anyways, uh, yep. That puts a bow on the Mariners, uh, series against the angels. They take three of four. They now sit at 16 and nine. Um, and as a reward yesterday, they got to hang out in San Diego on an off day. I mean, man, what a rough life. Um, They get to go down to San Diego. They get the day off tomorrow. It's a quick little two game series in Petco park uh, Tuesday or today. They play at uh, seven ten standard start time. Um, Eric Swanson will get his second major league start coming off a very impressive start against the Cleveland Indians. And he will be opposed by a left-handed pitcher. And I'm going to butcher this Nick. Margavikis, Margavikis, Nick Margavik, <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to call him Joe Jerevicious. Um, <laughs> Margavik, Margavikis, whatever. Yep. Uh, Joe, uh, yeah, so Joe Jerevicious, former Seahawks wide receiver, is now, uh, now a starting pitcher for the uh, San Diego Padres. And somehow he's gone back in time and is only 22 years old. So, <laughs> um, so that's the pit, pitch, pitching matchup for tonight. A couple of really young rookies going at it. Um, matchup for tomorrow is a 1240 start time. It's getaway day, um, which is nice for the Mariners. Um, that pitching matchup is Felix Hernandez um, coming off his, according to Dave Sims, fantastic start against the bad angels team. And he will be opposed by Chris Paddock, who we saw uh, the last or second to last spring training game of the year. Looked absolutely filthy um, and has continued that. So let's, let's uh, focus on tonight. 
uh, to start off here. Eric Swanson's coming off a really nice start against the Cleveland Indians. This is his second big league start. It'll be his third appearance. What are you expecting from Eric Swanson today? Yeah, now this is a better lineup than the one he faced uh, with Cleveland. Uh, much better. Uh, you know, you, you look at Tatis and, and Machado and Hosmer and all 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 the great players that the, uh, the uh, Padres have. Well, I wouldn't call Hosmer great, but... <laughs> to each their own but uh but yeah this is gonna be uh this is gonna be a tougher one thankfully though petco park very pitcher friendly uh park for uh for most guys that come in there at least and uh eric swanson um he looked he he was okay against cleveland you know he's got we, you know we talked about it last week after his start and he um yeah, obviously, you know, when you give up two runs to a professional uh, baseball team or to any lineup really in your first start, that's that's impressive. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of things played into that, you know, the shade and everything and just the Indians lineup really just not being that great, you know, with uh, Lindor hurt and all that. Um and also, you know, just it's he only really had two pitches working for him, which is kind of the, th- you know, the the thing with Eric Swanson is, can he develop a uh, solid, you know, uh, secondary and uh, tertiary pitch? Um, so that's what I'm going to be looking for uh, tonight, really. Uh, can he throw, you know, everything that's not his fastball <laughs> for strikes? You know, can he get at least one of those pitches working? Um, and you know, because if he's just throwing one pitch, that you know, which is his fastball, over and over again, that's not going to work for him. And even two pitches really is just not, you know, like you said with Kikuchi, that's just not going to get you by most nights. Uh, and this is not the lineup to to really, uh, you know to try and find your pitches against. So he, 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 it's, it's going to be a uh, really, really tough matchup for him. This is his second career start. Gets a dangerous lineup top to bottom. They're, they're pretty good. And uh, I mean, if he, if, if it's just his fastball tonight, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's certainly one of those, um, it's one of those prove it type of outings, uh, which sounds weird mm-hmm. to say after a guy's first start. Um, but again, you know, we talked about it after he made the start. He was 70, 80 percent fastballs. Um, yeah. Really didn't throw the he really held back the change up or the slider. It was one. I can't remember which one. Yeah, until, the, the slider. The slider didn't get thrown until like the fifth inning. Right. Um, and like I said, you like what you, you you had to like what you saw the fastball. Um, like it was only 91, 92, but he was blowing it by guys. He's really good at pitching above the belt, um, which in the launch era revolution, um, is a really tough pitch to hit, uh, especially with any real authority. So if you can stay above the belt, you should be okay. Like you mentioned, Petco park is a pitcher friendly ballpark. The ball doesn't really fly there, especially at night. Um, so he should be okay with the fastball if he can keep it above the belt. The issue is, is that if he can't, if he gets it belt or lower, uh, he can get roughed up pretty good because the slider and changeup are not plus pitches. Um, it's right. part of the reason why you and I still think he's probably a sixth, seventh inning reliever, uh-huh. um, which again, 
for some reason, people seem to take that as we're saying he's worthless. He's not. Those are valuable pieces. It's just yeah. we don't necessarily see him as a number four starter. Yeah, um, I see him as Nick Vincent. Right. With a little bit. I mean, the, the velo will play. It's Nick Vincent with a 95-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball. Yeah. Uh, that'll play. Nick Vincent was very good, and I know people love to say that he wasn't, but he was really good in Seattle. Um, and that's a really valuable piece, and you get him for three years at basically free, and he's never going to make huge money. He's 25 years old. Um, but, yeah, Swanson, we'll see. This could be his last start, maybe, if the Mariners take my advice and sign Gio Gonzalez. Um, something we'll probably talk about tomorrow if he hasn't signed by then. Um, but yeah, if he can stay above the belt, he should be okay tonight. But again, the lineup is better in San Diego, uh, than it is than Cleveland's was that day. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he handles that second time through. We're starting, I'm sure the Padres now have more information on him than they did previously. Uh, the scouts have been watching him. So we'll see how they all adjust to that. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, certainly will. And uh, hopefully he can give you another six quality innings. But if not, the bullpen should be pretty well rested. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, as for uh, Joe Jaravicious here, um, <laughs> he, he – uh, He's off to a pretty good start. He's 20 innings. He's 1-2 and two with a 3.60 ERA. He's got uh, 19 strikeouts, um, so just under a K per inning, and he's got a, a, point, uh, a 0.9 whip. Um, he is more or less, based on what I can gather, he is kind of the prototypical soft-tossing lefty, very Marco Gonzalez-like. Fastball's 88. Uh, but he's got really good, really good command. He can throw the pitches. He can throw his pitches wherever he wants them in any count. Uh, he's going to be a uh, he's going to be an interesting matchup for a veteran heavy Mariners lineup. Um, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I again, the Mariners also playing without the DH, so only one of Vogelback, Bruce, and Encarnacion can be in the lineup in theory. Um, yeah. Against the lefty, I would guess Encarnacion plays first base today. Uh, Bruce and Vogelback get the day off. Um, and then tomorrow against the righty, I would assume that v- Bruce plays in the outfield probably from Alex Smith. Um, Hanniger goes this is, to center. Is yeah. That? It's also, you know, the, the, the Padres have a righty-heavy bullpen as well. Right. Um, so, you know, for match, yeah, for matchup purposes, um, it would be nice to have both Bruce and Vogel back as reinforcements. Right. So um, I would expect when the lineup comes out in roughly two and a half hours, uh, as we're recording this, that Encarnacion will be at first base. Bruce and Vogel back we will see later as pinch hitters. Um, and Bruce may ultimately stay in the game in the outfield. Um, but yeah, that's that's Nick Marga. Vicious. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I'm looking at his. I'm looking at his uh, Fangraphs page, and there's uh, this uh, uh, related article for fantasy baseball pickups, and it and it includes Daniel Vogelback as well. Mm-hmm. So it's for for him and Vogelback, and they called they called them Vogel Vicious. So uh, <laughs> let's bring in uh, let's bring in Dan Vogelback into this game and get a Vogel Vicious matchup. There you go. <laughs> So that's that's tonight's matchup. Uh, 
tomorrow is, as we mentioned earlier, it's the getaway day. It's a 1240 first pitch. Uh, Felix Hernandez on the mound against Chris Paddock. So um, I'm pretty sure I've asked this every single time Felix has pitched. Uh, what are you expecting? <laughs> it's going to be the uh, the same answer as usual. Who the hell knows? Please get <laughs> us five or six innings with three or four runs allowed. Yeah, that's really that's really what it comes down to. And this is a place that Felix has struggled in. Uh, but hey, he gets a chance to hit. So, hey, you remember that, that time he hit a grand slam off or of, off of Johan Santana? Yeah, I mean, the dude is a great hitter. Yeah, thir- thir- thirteen years ago or whatever, whatever, it however was. long it's been. <laughs> yeah, so uh, bring the DH yeah. to the National League for the love of God. I'm 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 excited for Eric Swanson at bats tonight. I, I don't know about you. That guy looks like he could rip one. Just the random like he's, he's kind of got like the body of like a slugger. Like he's a little jiggly and whatnot. Yeah, so he, he can go up there, get turn on the inside fastball, and just hit one off the Western Metal yep. Supply yeah, Building. Bartolo Colon's lone home run came in that ballpark. So you know <laughs> anything is possible. Anything is possible tonight. Uh, but yeah, um, Felix, I don't know, man. Just the, like like you said, give me three runs over six innings. Give us a chance to win. I'm good. Um, I'm still waiting for that one start where he just implodes like he did in spring. And I, I'm sure it's coming and, uh, and it might be tomorrow. Um, you know, day game and, you know, the Mariners are going up against Paddock and are probably going to get destroyed by him. So uh, I I don't know. I, I don't really uh, like tomorrow's matchup. <laughs> Right. It, it seems like if you want to have a chance to split the series, you got to win tonight. Yeah. Um, like you mentioned, it's a two game series. So, um, I mean, split is probably totally, uh, for me at least, it's totally an acceptable outcome um, yeah. in this series. He like said San Diego is a pretty good team. They're a team on the rise. Uh, they are, however, um, They've won just one of their last six games, so they are in a bit of a lull right now. Um, but it, it's a dangerous team. It's a good team. Like I said, the Mariners are going in. Um, they're not particularly well uh, built to handle National League games. They're not the most athletic outfield. Yeah. Um, you know, they don't have a great bench. So it's it's going to be interesting to see um, how all this, this goes tonight. This series boils down to the two things that – Pretty much every series the Mariners will will be in boils down to uh, pitching and and uh, or yeah pitching and defense and specifically the bullpen in terms of pitching. Um, Padres have a lot of defense. Uh, their mm-hmm. infield is probably the best defensive infield in baseball, uh, or mm-hmm. one of or one of the best. Uh, that outfield ain't yeah. bad either. Yeah, outfield isn't bad. Um, it's, I don't think it's fantastic, but it's, it's also, you know, like you said, it's, it's above average. Um, and, uh, the Mariners are not that <laughs> the, at, at any the, level. Right. The Padres are built to play in Petco park. Uh, the Mariners are most definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's not, it's I, not the I, best I, matchup in the world. Honestly. If I had my preference, maybe Malik Smith goes on the bench. Yeah, um, I I could see that tonight against the lefty um, or tomorrow. Like I said, if you want to get Bruce in there against the righty, 
but man, Malik Smith has just looked so bad the last two weeks. And well, it's, you know, like he, like we've said, he looks like a guy that's missed all of spring training. Right, and but we're that's not really the, his fault. But it, yeah, no, no, no. But we're getting to the point now where you might actually be doing damage to the player by leaving him up or. I mean, because he has to play because he has to get those at bats to get his timing back. But he is just an automatic out at the plate right now at the big leagues level. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about other options. Spoiler alert, there aren't a lot. Um, But maybe tomorrow we can talk about some other options. He does, in fact, have two minor league options left. So you could send him down to Tacoma if you really wanted to. Um, They won't. Uh, So... But yeah, we'll probably talk about Malik's more tomorrow. Um, but yeah, there's certainly some ability um, to get both Bruce and Encarnacion in the lineup the next two days. Um, I think you're going to have to try and find a way to get Vogel back in at least one of these games, which means, you know, start him at third. Why not? Um, <laughs> Do it, you cowards. Yeah, that's right. put him at catcher. He's a big guy. Little League rules. Biggest guy catches. Yep. Uh, so we'll see how they decide. To or, or, you know, worst defender plays outfield. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stick him in right field. Nobody hits Nobody hits fly balls anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, also one other thing I would say is that, uh, you know, it's a day game after a night game. So um, Narvaez probably isn't going to catch both of these games. I do wonder if they give Tom Murphy the start tonight with Eric Swanson facing a left-handed pitcher. And if tomorrow that way they can use the lefty bat against Paddock, um, Felix Hernandez doesn't really matter who catches them. It's not going to go well. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so yeah, um, I think that's wrapping up our series preview here. Um, are you, do you think the Mariners can get one of these wins or are you you predicting a little mini sweep here? I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think they have any chance of winning tomorrow. Uh, really, I just Paddock is really good, and uh, that's a bad matchup for them um, offensively. Uh, and with Felix on the mound, I just, I don't know, I don't know about that one. Uh, tonight, though, they have a chance. Um, Margovicius, he's having a decent year, but I think that's a better matchup for them, uh, just in terms of the the quality of pitching that they've been able to hit. Um, this has been, you know, Margovicius is uh, is kind of the the type of pitcher that they have been able to attack early on, um, and I think they can get a couple runs here. But you know, it really that you know it really relies on what um, Swanson does uh, tonight. It, will Swanson have, um, you know, a, a, a solid mix of his three pitches, or is he going to uh, once again rely heavy on the fastball? And I just I can't imagine that he's going to be able to get away with some of the stuff that he did against Cleveland against this lineup. It's just it's going to be really difficult for him to do. This is a really, really, really talented lineup, really talented young team in general. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they get swept. I'm fine if they get swept. Honestly, you know, typically when we do these previews, you ask what my uh, what's an acceptable result. Honestly, if they get swept, whatever. Um, it's not a huge deal really to me. And this is a tough team and a tough ballpark to win in. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll have to see. It's really interesting though. Um, it's, uh, one of the more intriguing matchups that the Mariners could have early on here as the house phone blares into the microphone. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, uh, 
but yeah, I uh, now I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's a tough matchup for the Mariners. Uh, yeah, it's a tough ball, uh, tough ballpark for the Mariners. Um, like I said Margavicious is a soft tossing lefty, which typically works better against younger teams, more aggressive teams. Um, we'll see how the Mariners handle the youngster. Uh, feel like an old man whenever I say that. Uh, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how he handles uh, Margavicious. Um, how aggressive they are. Um, this could be a bad matchup for him as well. Um, yeah. Like I said, the Mariners aren't going to chase, uh, but he he throws a ton of strikes, so it might not matter. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. You know, you hope Chris Paddock is off tomorrow and maybe you can get a sweep but i i would be perfectly happy with one uh one game here clinch your winning road trip and then uh, head back home to uh, face the texas rangers so who are also playing some pretty good ball yes they are right so uh a lot of a lot of interesting matchups coming up for the mariners even the even that series that's coming up after the after the rangers one that's um this is uh well even wow yeah the beginning of May is pretty tough too right don't they go to uh, Yankee Stadium and Fenway next, back yeah, to back for four games Fenway for three the now both of those teams are limping up, right <laughs> yeah you right. you might you might because you still have to wait another what ten days or so before you start that series but you might have caught the Yankees at the right time maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, again, probably something we'll talk about more tomorrow, but I think the next 25 games, 25 to 30 games may determine, or may at least let us know how real the Seattle Mariners are, because there are a lot of tough matchups and road trips and, um, there's, we're going to, we're going to find out quite a bit about the Mariners, uh, over the next month or so. Um, but again, topic we'll probably dive in more tomorrow, um, but for us today, that is going to do it. Ty, you have anything you want to say before we sign it off? Uh, well, you know, we got the, the Seahawks draft preview coming up. Uh, I think we're going to do it Thursday before, um, before the, the draft starts. And after the Frank Clark news, uh, it's, it's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun day. You got the Mariners playing, you got the draft and everything. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I, I know you are too. And it's going to be a packed day for us. We're going to do a couple podcasts in there, I, I believe um and uh get that all out to you guys so so look forward to that um i had a pretty interesting tim beckham piece that i was writing today and it just disappeared from the ether (laughs) after my power went out for like five minutes um so i'm gonna try to rewrite that and get that out for you guys but uh so be on the lookout for that but uh but yeah um that's about it be an awesome weekend guys nfl draft seattle mariners baseball hopefully seattle's still playing well uh game of thrones the battle of winterfell is on sunday uh in game drops midnight premiere thursday night friday morning however you want to look at it unfortunately i will have to wait until either monday or tuesday to watch that um mm-hmm. but man this is for for a nerd like me this is this is nirvana so uh very yeah. excited for uh this weekend um and I think that's going to wrap up everything for us here. Make sure you guys visit the website, sotomojo.com. That's where all of our Mariners content goes into written form. Uh, right now we have a piece about uh, the five best trades of the Jerry DePoto era, uh, which is funny because we just wrote this that same piece six months ago, and things are drastically different. Um, uh, it's funny how that happens with Jerry DePoto as the GM. 
Um, and we also have a, a piece up right now about uh, what will the Mariners offense look like when they're not hitting home runs. Um, I think we can all agree that the home run parade will shut down at some point um, or at least run less frequently than it is. Again, that's at sotomojo.com. Make sure you guys visit that. Make sure you guys visit the website for uh, our Mariners content uh, and more coming up on that, by the way. Um, we also uh, follow us on Twitter at SotomojoFS. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Instagram. We don't really use Facebook and Instagram, but if you guys want to give us a follow there or like our page, that would be great too. Uh, but if you want to, uh, if you want to reach out to us, if you want to make suggestions, if you want to, ha- if you want a comment, if you want me to block you or mute you, say something snarky, and I'll take care of that for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to interact with us, Twitter is easily the best way to do that. So make sure you follow us there at SotoMojoFS. Um, as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Um, and uh, give us a review if you're listening on iTunes or anything like that. Um, and again, if you guys ever want to make a suggestion or have any ideas for topics, send them our way. And we're more than willing to uh, consider everything. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you in another life. Peace. Peace.